This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Yeah, it will. Welcome to the Midweek News Murder Cop Chronicles podcast. As you can see, it's just me on the camera tonight. Holstera is here. I'm here. I'm just a ghost. I'm on that couch, Becker. Unfortunately, he went to a Christmas party. <laughs> if y'all listen to the other podcast, that Santa is gay now. Uh, he, Harry, he, he ran into Santa at the Christmas party. Santa sat on Holstera's face and gave him the gynocephalitis all over his face. <laughs> and he, uh, now he has uh, gynocephalitis on his face and he don't want to be on camera. With, I mean, if you get gynocephalitis on your face, you don't, you don't want to be on camera. Yeah, so, it'll flare up if I get seen. It, it, it's pretty bad. I, I saw him. I, I had nightmares that night and threw up three times. So it's pretty bad. So do not let gay Santa sit on your face. It's really, really bad. <sighs> So. Only a good friend like you gets away with that shit. <laughs> on a, on on the real, he he does he he uh come down with some uh some shingles, but he's feeling better. He just ain't looking better. So no, but he he he's here in in uh audio only. So. The show must go on. Remember to uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Facebook, if you're on YouTube, hit the bell so you know when we do go live, uh, share. Please share us with other people. Help us grow. Is my mic on? Yeah. Well, I hear you. Okay. Good. And uh, like I said, share, like us, uh, follow on Facebook. Uh, if you're on the audio, you're just listening on audio and you're on Apple, go ahead and uh, hit five stars, write a rave review. I will read it. And uh, also- Yeah, you will. Go check out uh, Liberty Freedom Whiskey Podcast. It is on Apple and all the other platforms now, I believe. Go check it out. We have two episodes on that. We'll probably be doing one Friday because I'm oh, yeah. going to be busy Saturday again. We, we, we're trying to do for Saturdays, but right now i am got stuff I'm doing on Saturdays extra money-wise because it is Christmas time. I so, got that thing on Friday, right? Yeah. What you got on Friday? Uh, well, remember my daughter's in the ROTC, and they got that big nighttime parade for the county for Christmas. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll, we'll have something done this weekend, or maybe Sunday. It'll be we'll be putting out episode number three. Anyway, yep. anyway, we're gonna get this crap started. Uh, warning ahead of time. Just like it said in the intro, we may trigger some people and pissing people off so i don't even mean liberals democrats listen to us but if you do you're gonna get pissed off so go get you or, a napkin and or you some, might enjoy it and switch teams they might might teach them something or whatever uh we got we got uh quite a bit of stories to go over so we'll get it started i only sent you a part of one if uh anyone don't know it hasn't been real like national news or anything like that go figure uh in san francisco you know home of the san francisco treat rice which is probably one of the few good things that has come out of 
there anyway. <laughs> oh, before I do start the story, I forgot. I even wrote myself a note and forgot. Uh, I want to thank some of our uh, our listeners in states. Uh, we appreciate y'all. And some uh, standout states, of course, would be uh, the state of Washington. It's one of our higher download states. California, which as much as a dog in California, I'm surprised y'all listen to me. But I do appreciate it. Y'all must just be trapped and can't get out. There's a lot people. of them. Uh, North Carolina is one of our highest states. Uh, Illinois. Uh did you say Te- Illinois? Yes, I did say it like that. Uh, <laughs> Texas okay. and uh, Louisiana. Oh, and uh, Michigan also. Those are my our, our highest downloaded states. We appreciate every one of y'all. And uh, thank y'all for listening, coming back. Share it with your friend. Share it with your enemies. Help That's us it. grow. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go back. There is a restaurant in uh, San Francisco, California. And the name of this restaurant is called Hilda and Jess, Jesse. Hilda and Jesse. It's a bistro or something. It's kind of brunch bistro. I think it's fairly new. Oh, I see it now, but it's like four down. Yeah, I didn't send them time. I want to uh, play a little short video. You know, I pause shit during it because if you don't pause stuff when you're playing stuff, they'll zap the fuck out of you. So let's uh, start with this right here. We're just going to jump straight off into it. Uh do this right here oh look i turned a little all right let's start with the first video word is spreading fast and there is a social media firestorm erupting tonight one of the owners is explaining their decision in an exclusive interview with me san francisco's police chief is also reacting staff at north beach brunch spot hilda and jesse seated the uniform officers at a table friday but then staffers grew uncomfortable by their presence and asked the officers to leave which they did one of the owners tells me the decision to turn them away has nothing to do with who they were but what the officers were all carrying it's not about the fact that we are anti-police it is about the fact that we do not y'all see her this lady thing here uh, she's one of the co-owners, and uh, she only gave this uh, interview to this uh, lady on this ABC ABC Seven News. So, not allow weapons in our restaurant. They do not allow weapons in their restaurant. So, uh, I guess they want the cops to go put their guns in their cars and come in unarmed in full uniform and eat. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. We were uncomfortable, and so we politely asked them to leave. <laughs> They were uncomfortable because the cops had guns on. Asked them to leave. It has nothing to do with the fact that they were officers and everything to do with the fact that they were carrying guns. They're cops. That's what cops do in the United States. We carry weapons to help protect stupid people like you. Silcox says the officers are welcome to come back to the restaurant without their weapons. Y'all hear that? I need to rewind it. The officers are welcome to come back to the restaurant without their weapons. Okay. The fuck? The staff would be happy to serve them. She agreed to the interview with me to clarify false narratives on social media right now about why the officers were asked to leave. Tonight, San Francisco Police Chief William Scott also weighed in. He said, quote, the San Francisco Police Department stands for safety with respect, even when it means respecting wishes that our officers and I find discouraging and personally disappointing. I believe the vast majority of San Franciscans welcome their police officers who deserve to know that they are 
appreciated for the difficult job we ask them to do in their uniforms to keep our neighborhoods and businesses safe. All right, we saw that. Me, I think I lost Tolstere. I'm going to try to call him on the phone. I don't know what kind of issue he had. I noticed he wasn't saying nothing during that. Hello? Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah Skype hey. like just fucking hung up on me. There you go. Anyway, we'll just do it on the phone. All right, we'll do it on the phone. Anyway, what you think about that video? Oh, dude, that irritates the shit out of me. And we apologize and we respect what you do for a living, but fuck you, get out of my restaurant. Yeah, you yeah, have, no, I, you have, that, you what have weapons. What do they used to call that, a left-handed comment? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we had this part. That lady just, just fucking... And that's right, Good Alex. Shit. In next week's news, certain restaurants has robbed a, <laughs> robbed a gunpoint and police show up with pillows. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the second video here. I think it's nice. These are uh, people. I cut the video. It was like way longer. These are uh, other people that live in this area that they interviewed. So I guess you can, we're going to see why. I guess these people think like this also because this area, obviously. Well, it was the staffers, right? Yeah, the staffers, but but these are people who just interviewed on the street and asked what they thought about it. They're they're some some high-dollar individuals here. Let's uh, listen to see what these uh, people in this Bay Area, where they live, what they have to think about it. I think it's nice that an employee can feel comfortable to say what they think and that they can be supported by their boss. It's kind of a rarity. And if it makes people feel more comfortable, both as employees and as customers, then, you know, I don't see a problem with it. Another passerby didn't agree with the officers wow. being seated, then quickly. Guess I just, you know, if that's what makes them feel safe, we're going to do that because I look like a rabbit with my two front teeth really big and I, I eat lots of carrots. So <laughs> obviously if that may, it makes me feel better to, to make fun of your uh, front teeth there, Missy. Uh, so it's okay, then, yeah. right? Is all is right, then? Yeah, okay. I don't really care if it's okay or not. Uh, she's obviously a fucking idiot also, but let's listen to what this other man is saying. Dismissed. You let them Go in knowing that they have the weapon, why would you stop them halfway? You know, if you don't feel uncomfortable, you should have stopped them right in the beginning. While many argue a police presence should make people feel safer, a man who lives near... Yeah, police... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Except for uh, this man right here. Listen to what, listen to what Mr. Uh, Joe Dirt here has to say about it. By disagrees. Anytime the police enter our community, it always makes me less comfortable. It's like, how am I supposed to get kids in my van with all these damn cops around? Right, I'm pretty sure I seen him at an Antifa rally yeah, last year. I, I got puppies in my white panel van over here that is okay. not creepy at all. No, no. I, I, I just like lollipops. That's why I carry them in my pocket. All, in all times. But- Anyway, I mean, one of the most sickening things about this is when was the last time you heard a case of police brutality coming out of fucking San Francisco? Oh my God, I mean, their cops are about as fruity as the, never mind. It, it's this rest, this whole restaurant here thing. Anyway, they getting the they getting the zap. This shit popped up here. Here's another little thing on it. I'm gonna look at the comments if we have any in a minute. I can't do both. Follow up now to a story we first told. This is where they apologize now. It's like I think we fucked up follow-up now to a story we first told you about last night. A San Francisco restaurant is apologizing after its staff refused to serve three uniformed police officers. We fucked up. We're sorry. (laughs) 
because right. everybody's bashing on us now. North Beach restaurant Hilda and Jesse asked the officers to leave because the staff felt uncomfortable by the presence of their weapons. It led to swift backlash on Yelp and other social media. Co-owners are now calling mm -hmm. it an unfortunate incident unfortunate. and mistake. Mm -hmm. In a statement oh, a mistake. they posted on Instagram, it reads in part, quote, we are grateful to all members of the force who work hard to keep us safe, Lies. especially during these challenges. Do you see this word they have up here? We hope this will be a teachable moment for us no you're just a fucking yeah, idiot it was a teachable moment you, motherfucker you know, you know, your, your budget just went way down that's just like one of those i don't know liberal words it's a, oh it was a teachable moment just say you fucked up and you're a dumbass and yeah they were trying to know. be woke and it backfired they, they thought their area was a little bit more supportive well well cletus out there so. Times. We <laughs> hope this will be a teachable moment for us as we repair and continue to build bridges with the SFPD. <laughs> I wouldn't need that fucking restaurant if they fed me free. Hell okay. no. I mean, I'd be look, if you're afraid to have a cop eating in your restaurant and you throw them out, the odds are that if you were forced to serve them, you're probably going to put shit in their food. Yeah. Happens all over America. Mm. Glass, spit, everything else. Fuck uh, that. I mean, no, I'm not eating there. Spits is delicious. Well, I'm yeah. just joking. I'm pretty sure I've eaten some. Anyway, I went to Yelp. <laughs> I, I went to Yelp because uh, I was going to one-star them fucker. <laughs> no, I hadn't eaten, uh, eaten there just because I don't like their policies. And this is what popped up on Yelp. And I think this is fucked up because Yelp trying to save their ass. This is the thing that popped up on my phone. This is posting temporarily blocked. This business recently received an increased public attention in the news, which often means people come to this page to post their views on the news rather than firsthand customer experience. As a result, we've temporarily disabled the ability to post content about this business. Read more and Yelp if you're here to leave a review based on firsthand experience, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. What is bullshit? Yelp is uh, trying to save their ass because these motherfuckers we're getting like just slammed and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna find a way to go on google or something i fucking want everybody yeah needs they'll to, have it on google. everybody needs to go over there and one star these motherfuckers just for doing what they yep. did i was there last week i got glass in my shit said jed says happened here at an olive garden with local law enforcement and the u.s marshals well i hope they just i hope y'all don't eat there anymore jed and i'll, I'll like everybody likes breadsticks but you know fuck yeah robert them. i'm with you fuck their business yeah they exactly you know anyway there's yelps crap right there i think i got one more last video in downtown right san francisco well it's like even you know it's like me and you, the wife and the stuff. we own companies you know what there's certain opinions i have to shut the fuck up about if i got a client sitting there that even though i'm a former cop and they start talking about bad you know fuck the police and trump's a you know racist bastard i just shut up and smile oh, yeah. hey i'm just gonna take their money you know it, it's no, it's business. Oh, this, Shut up and do it. This next video I have is in San Francisco also. And this, I think, happened like two days earlier, two or three days earlier than since uh, before uh, Jesse and them decided they uh, didn't like Popo. And look what happened to this guy. And as far as I know, it's, he's not anti-law enforcement. I'm not sure. But look, look, Jesse's, Hilda and Jesse, look, look what's going to happen to you. In downtown San Francisco will likely now be delayed after the owners say thieves broke into the business, stole a whole bunch of equipment, furniture, and to boot, they apparently boot. threw a big old party inside. Go figure. If <laughs> people well, had a party inside this man's uh, restaurant, next month. I'm just going to mm -hmm. fast forward his long. But look, he was set to open. In uh, front and back, they color nicely so that people from outside. 
They are. They, if you look at, if you're watching live, they are. They taped up this his windows. This strange scene, taped covered glass windows at his newest restaurant, Ramen Hiroshi, planned to open early next Hiroshi. month in San Francisco Hiroshi. on Pine and Kearney Streets. However, that grand opening is now in jeopardy because of what Bomia found inside beyond the shielded windows. People came in. I wow. suspect at least 30 to 50 people minimum based on the border of um, beers and cans and waters and... You know, they broke in at this man's restaurant before it was open and had a fucking party, like 30 to 40 people. What, see, where, now, where he needs to shine is come out and say that all law enforcement needs free in his restaurant. I don't think they can do and, that in California, but at least give him a discount. What, watch, they're going to show a, a, a clip of inside the restaurant. These even put up, people put up bathroom signs for the party they threw. So the patrons of the illegal party inside the broken restaurant knew where to what go. the fuck people Watch. get sick and throw up and stuff like that Bomia says thieves smashed their lockbox and then broke into the restaurant on saturday night two weeks ago he says he quickly realized that the burglars stole some of their equipment and furniture and apparently hosted a large underground party in the space based on the trash and vomit left behind. We're very much Don't upset and we are broken. Angry. Signs were also posted up on the walls letting partygoers know where the bathrooms are located. He says bag. the place reeked of marijuana. At least they were using the bathroom. It reeked of weed. Got that. And they stole our main cooking bit. The skunk smell. But anyway, I just wanted to throw I mean, that one up there. Yeah. As far as like people B&E and looting and all that shit, that was a pretty clean example. Okay. I'm saying no, but Hilda, y'all have fun with that. Uh, like I said, they went to, oh, the cops can come in, you know, without their guns or off duty. I wouldn't eat at your restaurant. I hope, I hope nobody eats at y'all's restaurant. I ain't going to lie. I would have a very slow response if something did happen. Robert, just hold on. I actually have that on here. It's uh, down on number seven on my list. So hopefully I had that video. I think I'm gonna have it on there too. Yes, we got the. We're gonna have the the wig robber also <laughs> on here. See, <laughs> yeah. don't be messing with people's hair. That's all I got to say. But anyway, this San Francisco place. Uh, if I if I worked for San Francisco PD, I would. I hope all them guys are down there. Let everybody, all the other cops know not to eat there, and I hope all the police support people do not eat there, and. When they do, if, if they do, well, robbing places, and I think in California is legal now. So, but uh, <laughs> when you have uh, when you have people like dining dash on you and all that stuff like that, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops because they got to come and take your report with guns on. So don't don't call nobody if you get robbed, or if I, I don't know, like they do in California places. I mean, they like to burn shit down and stuff just because. Uh, when your place is on fire, don't call the fire department. You don't get to call. Do not call nine one one. Did not come. You, you, yeah, Hilda and Jesse is not allowed to call nine one one. They have to call BLM, and they're going to come and they're going to handle their stuff there after they probably eat and leave for free. So <laughs> don't call nine one one. No, uh, Jesse and them. Cause y'all and that's fucking, wild because that place has like one of the highest cost of living rates in America. Yeah, y'all y'all suck. Be woke, go broke, go out of business. That's how I feel about it. Fuck y'all, fuck them. So if you're able to get on Google or something like that, go find them, see if you can, and leave them a raving one star review just for their refusal to serve people because they have Hell guns yeah. on. 
So fuck them. Let them know how much we appreciate <laughs> Yes, but Aaron, that's what I said. I think stealing shit in San Francisco is legal. Is is legal, so I mean you don't have to pay for anything there. So Right. Anyway, we finished talking about that. The pit, that story pissed me the hell off, I'm just saying. Made me very, very mad. You see how mad I am? <laughs> it did. I, I was I was livid when I first read it. Uh, oh. Did that one already? So okay. We took care of two of them already. Anyway. Yeah. Are they supposed to be in order? Well, most of them are. Now, now we are. We're in order. I got now. one. My very top one says something about the state carries out massive. That's the one we're doing now. So okay. if you want to, you want to start. I'll let you, since I, I did most of the <clears> talking <throat> on this one, I'll let you <clears throat> read on yeah. this one. You can read with the gynecephalitis of your face, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I'm you. just making sure if you can read still. I didn't know if it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just have to open my eyelid with my, you know, my tongs. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. State carries out massive contraband crackdown prison in the wake of WBRZ reports. Very, sir, relax. You're, you're stirring your cup in the, in the ice. It's jingling in the microphone. Yeah, like that. But it's delicious Elijah Craig whiskey that you left in my house. Yes, it is delicious. St. <laughs> Gabriel, a um, uh, myriad of drugs, cell phones, and homemade weapons were among the contraband seized by corrections officers during a sweep, uh, early morning search of a Elon Hunt correctional Elaine El- 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 Hunt. Uh, yeah, sure. In Emberville <laughs> Parish. Parish. It comes... Uh, in the wake of several WBRZ investigation units, uh, unit reports detailing problems at the facility. I wonder if this is where all them TikToks come from, where they all have damn cell phones. No, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm surprised that they found. Uh, I don't know how many how many weapons. Oh in the yeah, prison. we're about to go over it. Here's the detailed list. The Department of Corrections said they found 100 cell phones during the search of the prison <laughs> around 3:45 a.m. Thursday. Guards also uncovered 60 shanks, homemade beer, and several kinds of drugs, including marijuana, ecstasy, and crystal meth. The following items were found. One pound, four point one pound plus 4.55 ounces of marijuana. That is a lot of weed to stick in your ass. Yes, it, fuck it is. <laughs> uh, 5.45 ounces of synthetic marijuana. That's that shit that makes you lose your mind. Got that mojo. Yeah. 6.75 ounces of crystal meth. Jesus. Six ounces of ecstasy pills. 38 Suboxone strips. I don't even know what that is. Uh, they're, they're not 23, good for you. Sheets, 23 sheets of synthetic paper marijuana. 77 assorted pills. Four packs of rolling papers. <laughs> three packs of cigars. Two scales. And a homie and never mind. Uh, sixty homemade weapon shanks, one hundred cell phones, sixty cell phone chargers. So these bitches be sharing. Yeah, you know, because forty people couldn't charge their shit. Exactly. Three SIM cards out of all those cell phones. Twenty nine cigarette lighters, three gallons of homemade beer. Do they not have corrections officers here? <laughs> 
On when? How the fuck do you hide that much shit? On Wednesday, WBRZ also reported on the suspicious circumstances surrounding a fire at the prison last month. The investigation unit obtained a recording of a 911 call between prison staff and emergency dispatchers in which Ellen Hunt supervisors asked for police not to show up. The fuck? <laughs> Department said roughly 130 officers participated in the search on Thursday. About 200 inmates were also drug tested as part of the crackdown. Holy fuck. The only thing I... <laughs> Do they say, never have turnouts? The only thing I got to say about that is, uh, it's just, it seems like it's a party in prison. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't do drugs and shit, but holy hell, dude, three gallons of fucking. They had three beer. gallons of fucking homemade beer. Hell, they almost had three pounds of marijuana. Yeah, all, That's the and, garbage bag. And all the fucking drugs and, and all that stuff. It, it's, I, I think somebody, personally, to get that much shit in there. You have to have a free man that works there bringing that shit in. There's no way they smuggled. There's no way they smuggled that that much shit in and through visitation and, and stuff. I like would that. say whoever the supervisor is that requested not to send debt or police officers, that dude is in charge somehow. I, I don't know, but it's like that's a lot. That's a lot of shit. You know. Are y'all are y'all's uh, COs? Are they controlled by the sheriff or no? No, no, that's a state job. That's a total oh. different thing. They're not even under the state police. They fall under the Department of Corrections. So. Yeah, sounds to me like that place needs to be rehauled. Yeah, well, hopefully they are. I mean, that's freaking, <laughs> that's freaking ridiculous that they found that much shit in there. I mean, when's the, I mean, la- when's the last time that they'd really do a, a, big, a big time thing? I mean... I worked in the prison system uh, very, very, I mean, almost 30 years ago. And back in those days, we we didn't have to worry about cell phones and shit. And they allowed them to smoke cigarettes at the time, so they they had uh, lighters, believe it or not. But uh, I think they've outlawed all smoking and stuff in state penitentiaries and stuff like that now. So Yeah, now it's got to be that stupid e-cigarette or whatever. I, I guess they have those. I don't know. But anyway, that that's uh, three gallons of beer pound and a half of weed shit ton of pills two and a half pounds it, it was it was a it was a party in prison right there and let's just let's just discuss how friendly them inmates have to be because 100 inmates have to share three sim cards that must have been the extra sim cards they found what i'm assuming i think well, the other, i think the other phones probably had sim cards maybe that was just extra sim cards it's possible because I don't think that they'd all be connected to the Wi-Fi. Could you imagine the internet? <laughs> yeah, I would hope tech support would catch that. Yeah, you would think anyway, right? Like inmate seven two one six, you know, just log well, in. Remember, remember it wasn't. I, I don't. I don't think it was that at that prison. But remember, not long ago, I sent you that thing where they had them inmates that were live on TikTok inside of their. They were inside of their jail cell in. Talking to people live on TikTok, and yeah, like, me, me and the old life man were in there trying to get them. We we're like, I, I was, oh hell yeah, we want to go to prison. Yeah, man. where we'll y'all at? I was trying, I went to call and get them busted, but fuck yeah, they, they never did. Would say where they were at, so it's freaking ridiculous. Now all these chicks and shit were in there. Damn, he's sexy. Where you? Oh yeah, I wanted like, oh, when, when you get now, it's like really, 
Really? I mean, I mean, set your standards a little higher, girl. I mean, he's in jail right now. And I doubt he's going to get a very good job when he gets out, especially by the way he's acting. Oh, he's going to be an entrepreneur, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to open up. He's, he's going to be a pharmacist, a street yeah, pharmacist. Street pharmacist. Yeah, that's how he ended up in jail in the first place. Uh, this next story, I did a lot of Louisiana stories so, today. Next story, uh, I think I talked about the previous one. But anyway, it's a 14-year-old is convicted of murder in the killing of a Port Allen teen. 14-year-old. Now, we did a, a thing not long ago on these, the, the teens gone wild. I, I almost did another one, but some of the stories are old. It, it, it's crazy, these, these fucking kids. Yeah, it kind of slowed down a little bit. Really, really crazy. Anyway, I didn't put a picture up of this of this young lady up here. She's, you know, not with us anymore. She was a pretty girl. It's in Port Allen, Louisiana. Pretty young lady. A 14-year-old was charged with killing another teenager, and he was convicted of second-degree murder this past week. The unarmed teen, who now faces a juvenile life sentence, shot and killed Jasmine, or Jasmine Woods, 15, at a Port Allen apartment complex back in May. Investors Gator said Wood Woods wasn't the intended target, and she was shot when the gunman opened fire on the wrong apartment. Woods was hit multiple times when bullets came through her bedroom window. She later died in the hospital. Judge Tanya Lurie handed down the guilty verdict on Tuesday. All right, let's get this started. Juvenile life sentence. Yeah, it's like 20 years. No, until he's 21. That means he would be, that's like seven years. So he's basically going to do seven years for murdering this girl. Wow. Yeah, so, that's the new so thing. So he, he'll get out, he'll get out when he's like 21 years old. And, uh, but see, that if not sooner, if like not sooner, dad and mom to heal. And that's some shit like the day you're released from prison, somebody runs your ass over at the gate. Well, He'll get out when, you know, he's 21 years old or something like that, and he can go live on his whole, whole life, you know, because he's still going to live. This girl's dead because he, because he wanted to go shoot somebody and so fucking stupid, he don't even know which apartment they live in, going to shoot the wrong apartment and kill the person that he wasn't even shooting at. And he's going to get a whole seven years for it. And he's like, oh, juvenile life. Big deal. Why don't they, uh, Why since he killed, uh, he took another life, I don't care if he's 14, I can guarantee you this 14-year-old boy knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Yep, when he squeezed he, in your- He knew he was going to kill somebody, and so to me, he should be tried as an adult and spend the rest of his life in prison forever. Never get out because this girl is not going to be able to live her life. Who was 15 years old. Her parents aren't going to get to watch her graduate. They're not going to get to watch her get married. They're not going to have grandchildren from their daughter or nothing else like and, that. But he's going to be world, on the world might just be shattered. You know? he, but, but Mr. Dumbass who shot and killed the girl, he's going to get out when he's 21. He's probably going to go make a whole bunch of babies that he ain't going to take care of anyway. I mean, I'm just assuming, but That's a sick bet. I, I, I'm just saying he's he's probably just going to be a dirtbag the rest of his life if 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 he don't get killed shortly after he gets out of prison because he's just a piece of shit dirtbag. Right. Like I said, I don't know, man. I, I little bastard, seven years down the road, and I know that his ass is getting out. I might just be sitting across the street in my truck. You know, it's like. Uh, well, you, you, you I can guarantee. I can guarantee you the person that he was trying to kill. Hadn't forgot about it. Yeah, right. Hasn't forgotten. So he, he might want to watch his back. 
they may have friends locked up in prison somewhere too. So he he yep. may want to be really careful why he's in jail. So yeah, especially if it's a real well known game. I think uh, that's just a whole fucked up situation. I did, like I said, this kid is going to be do a maximum of seven years in a juvenile detention center, which is basically kind of a joke. I mean, it's like having to stay in your high school seven days a week. Well, I mean, they just recently had um, three of them. Remember we talked about it that attacked the guard and escaped and all this shit like that. Yeah. So it's not it's not like real prison prison. It's like a, I don't know a lockdown daycare basically. So yeah, and like ours is out here in the middle of nowhere, but there's no chain link fence or anything. It's got doors. So that, so this kid basically he getting away with murder, and uh, I don't agree with it. I think he should have to go to prison for the rest of his life. Hello, Jennifer. I, I did. Yeah, I'm glad you appreciate my background. It's Christmas time. Uh, the, I like it. I'm sitting in a recliner. You just don't see me. <laughs> uh, this next story is also from Louisiana, uh, from WBRZ. It's a lot of Louisiana story. We don't have any Florida mans this uh, time. Do you want to read the one about the deputy <laughs> constable? Because this one's all kind of fucked up, too. Did, did we not already talk about this one? No, we had the picture up. When he oh. the day he got arrested, if you remember, if y'all remember, I mean, this wasn't too long ago. This was only yeah, a couple a it. couple weeks back or so, or last month. And they had a, I put a picture of him up, and he was smirking. And we made comments. Oh, we made comments about him smirking. Okay, along right. how the attitude he had on this case. If y'all don't remember, but anyway, this guy was a deputy, or he is a deputy. Oh constable. yeah, get this, get this shit. Deputy Constable arrested for domestic violence back at work despite pending criminal charges. Wow. Baton Rouge, the WBRZ investigative unit, caught a deputy constable who is facing domestic violence with child endangerment charges back at work and armed with what appeared to be a weapon. Well, no shit. They don't just, you know, give you a rubber. Never mind. Sources told WBRZ that Colby Burns was back working security at city court. Oh, okay. Well, security's not the same. WBRZ cameras captured him briskly walking away as chief investigator Chris Nakamoto asked how he could be back at work with a pending domestic violence criminal charge. Constable Tarika Williams told WBRZ Burns is back at work. She said she she was tied up and would call back. She never did. The district attorney's office said, although charges are pending, they have asked for domestic violence evaluations for Burns. The evaluation has not been completed. Video of Burns at the courthouse showed what appeared to be a handgun on his side. Those familiar with domestic violence cases said he should not have a gun until his valuation is completed and charges drop. Now I can tell you in Florida, I've met a couple of police officers that were charged with domestics and we're still allowed to carry a firearm. That's not really a thing. Well, um, I think if I, I may be wrong, but if my understanding is correct. I don't know if Robert's still on here or not. And also might know, but as far as I know, is that if you're arrested for domestic violence in Louisiana, you are not allowed to possess any type of firearm. Period. Not even a hunting rifle. You have we'll to. see. It's like it, you it's have to surrender Florida, all too. of those. So, if you're a cop, even if you're a cop in law enforcement or whatever, if you get arrested for domestic violence, you're not allowed to have a firearm or weapon. So either if you work with somebody, 
Now, if they if they let him go back to work unarmed, working a desk or something, I don't see the issue with that. But it, but I he's know he's if working he's back in police capacity, or if he's in a security guard uniform. No, he's a, he's a, a constable a constable who's working basically as a bailiff and stuff at the courthouse. So he has arrest powers and everything, and he's armed. Gotcha. So um, he's working in a capacity. As far as I know, that I'm understanding, it's his normal everyday duty. Now, personally, if they wanted to do it, they could have put him behind a desk in the office collecting fines or something, unarmed, and it wouldn't have been an issue with it. The problem is that he had a weapon on, which he's not supposed to have. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of a slap in the face of the justice system. He's not supposed to have a weapon on. Yeah. He shouldn't have a weapon on with the pending domestic violence charges against him. Unless unless he's, you know, trying to be innocent until proven guilty. Chad, um, Chad said where he's at, you know, it has to be an order of protection or a straining order in place here. Right. If he runs. Jennifer, we've had, they've had constables for a long time. It's just. Yeah, because domestic violence down here for a regular civilian will stop you from owning a firearm. But you can still become an armed police officer with that charge. No, but. but There's it, an exemption. Jed, well, I know what you think. No, I don't think you're wrong. Whenever he, he was arrested for it and when he bonded out, that's going to be there, – there's some kind of law, I believe, in Louisiana here that states that he can't – no one, I don't care, just him, just anyone. Because I remember people that have gotten out of jail having to give up all their weapons and stuff like that. So it's part of their bond. It's part of their bond and stuff like that. So he shouldn't have been carrying a weapon at all. Like I said, he could go to work, do his job if the whoever his um the constable is, they put him behind a desk. The problem is, is he was carrying a weapon and stuff like that. Especially we've had a lot of issues around here lately about uh uh domestic violence stuff and people bonding out, getting out of jail and then going back and like uh doing damage and killing the partners. Yeah, he and does stuff that, like he's gonna that. come back on the sheriff's office. And like I said, if y'all if y'all don't remember, like I said, I don't remember. It's about a month ago when he got arrested. We talked about it, and I put a picture of him up because he had this. He's a this, smug. He had a very smug look on his face, like he didn't give a shit about it. Now, like I said, I'm not saying the man did it, but if he did do it, and he had this smug look on his face, you know. Period. Like I said, he can still do. His, he can still work in the office without a gun on. The problem is he has a gun on, so. And if it was if it wasn't no issue about it, they uh the the constable herself, I'm assuming it's a her, would have called the news people back and said, Oh, it's this, 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 and this. So they 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 know they fucked up and they got caught. So I mean, if he did it, like I said, I've said it a hundred times, I can't stand my me some uh wife beaters. They're it said the uh in the very bottom it says, uh, let's see. The week of his arrest, Williams said Burns was placed on unpaid leave pending an outcome of his charges, and all of his equipment was taken away. It's unclear what changed for him to come back, but a source says the parish attorney's office conducted an investigation allowing him to return. So, in other words, they must be getting ready to blockade the charges. Maybe they are. I'm not I'm not sure. But like I said, it, it, but as long as he still has the charges, he's not supposed to have a gun on, period. Until those charges are dropped, he's not supposed to have that gun on. He's got dirt on somebody. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, but it is what it is. This next one here has nothing to do with law enforcement. But I saw <laughs> I saw this. I think I sent it to you. Uh, not sure the if beauty store? No, no, no. I don't think I sent this one to you. Uh, anyway, you're going to see it for the first time. This has nothing to do with law enforcement. If you're wa- well, you watching live here, you're going to get to see it. Uh, this shit's funny. This was from Louisiana also. And uh, <laughs> the way this guy's dress is just as bad also. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right, with this guy? So, so let's just let's watch it. Here it goes. Uh, so here it goes. Here it goes. I'm going to win this war. Okay, whatever. Oh, you got a tail race. No, we don't, Jacob. He ain't oh, he doing... Oh, got the tail race. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, okay, Jacob. Back up. You're good. No, I'm going to get him. No, please don't. I'm serious. Get him. Oh, my God. Look at him. Get hold him, the... Hold the... Sh- oh, I hit the wrong thing, but I want to start it over. But <laughs> anyway, the, uh, this man here is, uh, going after a skunk. There's a skunk under their, their mobile home. Oh, he's going to get fucked. And he, you see, if y'all if y'all are watching live, you see how he's dressed. He looks like a fucking Klansman. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he's wearing. <laughs> he just, I'm going to win this war. Look at that. Okay. He, oh, you got a tail race. <laughs> no, we don't, Jacob. He oh, ain't he doing... Uh-oh. Okay. Okay, Jacob. Back up. You're good. No, I'm going to get him. No, please don't. I'm serious. Oh my Dude, God! Look at him. Shoot it. Hold the hold the sheet up so he can't see you. Oh, I gotta be able to see. <laughs> oh God. But the guy, I, I mean, look at him. Oh, he's got his tail raised so bad. I know. You can't see because you got a garbage bag you. on your fucking head. <laughs> Jacob, what do we do? He's got garbage bags wrapped around his feet. And so uh, he, he looks. Oh uh, man, this dude looks like he looks like. Yeah, this is not going to work. I told you to put it in a different place. First off, that skunk's going to go the other oh way. Oh uh, It's it's going to be so bad. Oh, he stinks so bad. Is he spraying oh, right now? Gloves. I don't know, but he stinks. Yeah, he's spraying. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little guy. Oh, it stinks. Look how look how he dressed. He looks like. Come on, dude. Let me <laughs> just move you. I'm going to give you a new home. <laughs> Oh, he's spraying. Oh, he got hit. He got <laughs> He is spraying as we speak, man. Oh, God, he stinks. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's in a cage? I, I don't know what he... <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> oh he stinks. You, y'all see how he's dressed, though? It's the way he's dressing. <laughs> i tell you what. The the black family next door would not like him right now. <laughs> no, if they walked out, didn't know what was going on, seen him. <laughs> I guess oh, I bet you he he Poor trapped thing. it. He trapped it in a live trap, is what he did. That that's why it's in the cage. Just a live trap. Right, I can't go to okay. <laughs> oh. if, if anybody's listening to the audio, please go back and uh, if you want to see that and, and and watch that video on here, it's at the. Uh, Around the forty-three minute mark, you know, <laughs> this guy looks like he—he's got a plastic bag or something cut out on his face with eye holes <laughs> cut out in it, and he exactly did. He looks Django. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a fucking KKK guy. 
and he's like out in his yard, bro. They like if somebody was just driving past, they'd be like, "The fuck is that dude in a Klan outfit out there for?" Hopefully, he never runs for political. Oh my god! And then I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, uh it being a skunk, and if I trapped it like that, and I knew what it would do, I'd have probably just shot it at a distance. I mean, Peter can yeah, come after me or whatever, but uh, I'd have probably put around it because, like I said, they're going to spray you. And if anybody don't know what a skunk spray smells like, it is horrible, and you can't get it out of your clothes. He's this dude's probably going to smell that shit for the next month. You know, Man, I worked in the hood for eight years. I know what it smells like. <laughs> Just as I can't see out of my fucking owls. <laughs> like I said to audio people, if you go, like I said, it was around 43 minutes. If you get a chance, go to YouTube or on Facebook and watch that little part of that video right there. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, it's also on YouTube at uh, Viral Hog. Just how I spelled one word, Viral Hog. The video's on there also. If you want to go watch it on there. But. I just had to throw that on there because I saw that and I was like, the fuck, this dude's dressed up like a, like a damn Klansman. The worst part is, like, it's mostly my plastic bag. So, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, stuff got to be suffocating. I mean, it's, I just, uh, you, you, what's that thing? You can't fix stupid, right? <laughs> just, you just That's can't it. do it. You can't do it. This next one, uh, I had the video on. This is also a Louisiana story. Like I said, Louisiana was all up on it this past week. This is the one Robert brought up. Uh, uh, Aaron says, my dog got us both sprayed when she was a pup. Was in my signs for a month. Correct. You can't get that. You can't get that skunk smell out at all. No. It's, it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Anyway, this next one's one Robert. I don't know even know if Robert's still here or not, but... Uh, it's a woman, it's in Baton Rouge, WBRZ again. Uh, woman fires a gun inside of a beauty store after an employee confronts her. I got it on video. If I got, I'm trying to use, uh, I'm using a different thing on here tonight, so bear with me on this one. All right. It looks like it's working so far. Harry's a bear. That's why Santa Claus loves him. Anyway, we, this is the video <laughs> of it right here. Get expert information from local professionals. Go to WBRZ.com and click to the pros. Good evening. First tonight, a brazen robbery. The thief caught stealing expensive wigs at a beauty shop turned out to have something else in her big bag. She pulled a gun and fired it when confronted by the shop owner. News 2's Best Casterly has the video you have got to see. The shop owner says he was shocked when the seemingly innocent-looking young woman pulled a weapon over a single wig. Hey. A Baton Rouge beauty shop owner confronting a woman he watched steal a wig on his extensive security system. Realizing she damaged one of them, he asked her to pay or he'll get the cops involved. She flipped. She pointed the gun at me, shot at the ceiling, and then pointed. If y'all saw that, it looked like she actually tried to shoot him and didn't have control of that gun and just missed. I mean, I don't good, know. Good for him. Watch. I'm, I'm going to try to rewind it a little bit. Just see. Watch when she fires that gun. It looks like she's trying to shoot hey, him. Or he'll get the cops involved. Watch when she, she Watch when she pulls this gun out. She pointed the gun at me. Watch. Shot at the ceiling and then pointed oh, it right yeah. at me. And that's when I. I think she was trying to shoot him and, and I just didn't. Took off. 
Then she went back to the counter. I don't know about the first the counter, shot, but I can tell you, the one wigs, after that, she's definitely at him. Dropped back and she went back and stole more right wigs. Here, and literally standing right here, and she stood in front of the register. Then she tells, she jumps on the other counter and got, got two bond wigs. Uh, and then she goes and tells the poor lady behind the counter and gets her to get some of this other hair back here. And she asked Well, at least for, she's going to be disguised well. Well, yeah, I mean, her face is completely on this camera here. You know, I mean. to give her all the bundles. Those bundles worth up to $120 a piece. Yeah, and them shoes are fucking hideous. I didn't know hair cost so much. That shit's expensive. Oh, yeah. That shit's expensive. I'm in the wrong business. And he wasn't going That's to let her get away. Hair? Yeah, this is real, real people here. With more merchandise. Back there, I heard her say that I took a shot on the ground to scare her off. I'm getting her own. I, so, so, I pay 120 the, bucks for the, the, the owner just said that he shot, took his gun out in the back and shot into the ground to scare her off. So now we got more bullets flying around. Yeah, but this bitch came back, right? Exactly that. No, no. After he shot, he just fired the warning shot. You see, she runs out the door right there, and the employee runs right here. The thief scared away, and the employees. Well, that's a good picture of her right there. Yeah, somebody needs to give him a gun. Left shaking. Course. Yeah, yeah, right. If As you're going to well. shoot it, shoot at the suspect, not the floor. Because mm -hmm. she's already been fired at you. I I, I thought she oh, was going to pull the trigger ugly. and hit me in the back any any time now. Look at the way her Luckily, no her one mouth injured. and her nose just the like wig. a thin Ford. It's high quality and expensive. Each costs around five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for hair wig. wigs, and Damn. the length that she took—it wasn't a really short length. It was a, you know, very long wig. They'd be going to the party store and doing them plastic ones. Not only getting away with his property, but also leaving behind damage, like the bullet oh, hole she broke in the, the ceiling. Rules. She the wig. Last night, you know, assistant. due to the heavy rain. No, she shot up, and the bullet went through. I mean, it's it's a pretty big hole. It started leaking like a waterfall over here. It was. I mean, was, I could wrap one of them long wigs now, I'm telling you. Police say the suspect got away in a dark-colored vehicle. If you have any information, call BRPD. Michael, Sylvia. Anyway, that's that. Uh, don't be the over hair. Over hair. I, it's, it's crazy. He forgot yeah, to shoot a wig off. A fucking wig. It, it, it's crazy. It, it, that that was just, just completely insane. Uh, when she pulled that gun out, he's like, she don't like, she she, she was like limp wristing. So but she definitely fired it. He's he's lucky he didn't get hit and get his brains blowed out over, over some fucking hair. It, it's crazy. People, right. I think people have completely lost their damn minds. In the past two years, I will 100% agree with you. Completely done lost their mind. It's a whole different world, dude. We all went to bed one night. We woke up in the fucking twilight zone. Well, I think. The, Swear to God. They need to fix the Matrix. It's glitching. It's glitching real bad. I wish it was the Matrix. <laughs> it's got to be something. You get all something. kinds of cool shit. No, well, it's got to be something. <laughs> yeah, most of them do. She, she, you know, I guarantee you she wasn't carrying that gun legally. It's probably a stolen gun. Well, they got yeah, a like damn, they got a damn good picture of her on there, and they got. I see her getting caught before long. Somebody gonna turn oh. her in. They they'll catch her. Oh, Jed said do most women use limp wrist, and that's not wrong. So, 
It all depends on your level of training. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she didn't go to a concealed carry class. I would I would bet to venture that as well. <laughs> this next one here uh, is uh, another. This is another update. This is another update. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember this guy or not. Uh, this 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 fella right here. Y'all recognize that picture? If y'all used to watching live feed, you may recognize that picture right there. That fine looking fella right there. I don't know. He's just, I don't know if it's a fake guy or not. He's not very good. He's kind of scary looking. Uh, looks, oh hell yeah! He looks like he needs a bath. Anyway, Jed wants to ask you a question. What? He said no. They do. No. Well, what's your question, Jed? Give him a second. He's got tight. Oh, yeah. We can go on reading and then come back to his question after. Anyway, another WBRZ pit story. Uh, anyway, this guy here, if y'all remember, here it is. If y'all know this, shit has went upside down and fucked up after the eclipse a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, I guess yep. so. I sleep for shit for weeks after that, and everything completely went upside down. I told Bam, uh, Earlier today, we were talking. I was like, I said, it's just like upside down world, completely upside down world. So like everything's just crazy. Anyway, this. Yeah, everything's <laughs> wrong. Everybody thinks is right. And everything right, only a few think is wrong. It's fucked up. Anyway, this guy was uh, branded the Christmas Bandit. Him, not unlike uh, the juvenile that killed someone, the Christmas Bandit here just got sentenced to 109 years in prison. After he robbed a delivery driver at gunpoint. Uh, it's Livingston Parish. A man who robbed a UPS delivery driver at gunpoint December 20th of 2020 was sentenced to 109 years in prison Tuesday. Good. Jeremy McDavis, 34, Popeye, as you see on the screen up there if you're <laughs> watching, uh, was found guilty of robbing a truck driver making holiday deliveries in Livingston Parish. According to court documents, deputies chased McDavis until he crashed his car into a ditch. Lewis Parish Sheriff's deputies found packages and a gun in McDavis's car. Along, I wonder if McDavis eats a McDonald's and eats a McRib. I don't know. <laughs> Just a lot of Max. Along with a small amount of heroin. Oh, well, I would have never guessed he would use drugs. I mean, he looked like a road scholar in this picture right here. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Charlotte Foster said McDavis was a career criminal who had just gotten off parole earlier in 2020. I mean, he was celebrating with an armed robbery. <laughs> he was celebrating his release off of parole. Uh, McDavis was sentenced to 104 years for the armed robbery with a firearm, five years for aggravated flight from an officer, and four years for, for possession of heroin. The sentence for heroin will run concurrent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and he must not—he must not be from over there in Livingston Parish, because I mean, you know, I drove all over that place when I was up there, and he looks more like a uh, Baton Rouge gentleman. He might be. I'm not sure. I mean, Popeye right there. You know. Anyway, he. Uh, w w what's funny is, is this man would being a career criminal. I'm sure he has a very long rap sheet. They didn't say what it was. He got a hundred and nine years in prison. So basically. He got life. He's not going he to lose. I mean, he's how old? Are they? He's thirty four. Yeah, he, he's done. Even if let's say he does pop for parole in about sixty years or so, he'll only be what ninety four. So yeah, he's done. But 
he committed an armed robbery, and uh, that carries up to 99 years in Louisiana, obviously. But uh, un- unlike the 14-year-old that shot and murdered someone who only got seven years for taking a life, that's what I think's fucked up. I mean, I believe this. Trust Thanks, me, Obama. Th- this man right here, Papa. And if y'all want to see why I'm calling Papa, you got to go look at the picture of him. Around fifty six minutes in on this uh, podcast tonight, and you'll see why I'm calling him Papa. He's definitely a Rhodes Scholar. I think he was uh, getting his bachelor science degree from. I think uh, he got stung by a beer. Knox University. I don't know what he did. He looks like eight cans of shark shit. Chan says. Anyway, that's him right there. We're gonna start moving on. We we might not get to all the stories tonight. We're slacking. Oh, I'm slacking. Anyway, pull a picture of him now. Let's see what we got next. We're gonna do the purge. Uh, yeah, that's next. You can go ahead and uh, read that one. That's fucked up when this happens. <laughs> all right, it's like purge. L.A. Police Union head head warns tourists away from city. When when your police union says please don't come here, you'll get robbed. Stay the hell away from that city. Um, L.A. PD Chief Michael Moore, which is hilarious, disagreed, saying robberies are still down 13 percent compared to 2019. Uh, a police union leader had strong words on Tuesday about the state of crime in Los Angeles. Jamie McBride heard or head of the L.A. Police Protective League. All right. Warn tourists against visiting. To protect her, that's just a picture there. Yeah, that place is up armored now. You're you're, uh, you're you sounding bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I had my finger over the bottom of the phone. Can you read now? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the whole having to read it off my phone. Um, we can't guarantee your safety. It is really, really out of control. McBride told CBS Los Angeles. I said it to people before. It's like that movie Purge. You know, instead of 24 hours to commit your crime. These people have 365 days to commit whatever they want. McBride is referring to the 2013 horror film where all crime, including murder, is decriminalized one day a year. That's a horror film? LAPD, what's that? That's a horror film? You ain't never seen The Purge? Yeah, I thought it was an action thriller. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I did too. Obviously, obviously it must be a documentary for some of these woke cities. I was hoping it was going to be a documentary, but it never (laughs) happened. It's a documentary for these woke cities. The police chief said it's not out of control. It's not a spiral that we've lost control over. Moore told reporters, it is important that we not have a sense of acquiescing or just lackadaisical approach to this. We're calling out the severity of it. Uh, McBride told Anology and Moore's Reassurances come on the heels of several high-profile smash-and-grab robberies. Um, On November 22nd, a Nordstrom in Los Angeles was ransacked, putting retailers and shoppers on edge. Police arrested 14 suspects connected to the retail robberies last month, but all have since been released due to a zero-bail policy placed uh, in effect during the pandemic. According to the new report, Moore admits that robberies are up 5% compared to last year, but said the rate is still about 13% lower than 2019. 
I believe of 2019. Tourist, We're in 2020. It, yeah, right. Exactly. I believe tourists coming to Los Angeles are safe. Certainly as safe here as any other portion of the country. He said, no, maybe safer than Chicago. Maybe others safer than New York. Portland. Um, but no. But that's nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, well, obviously. That, they could go eat at uh, Hilda and Jesse's and don't have to worry about the cops. Yeah, but see, to be fair, they're fluffing the numbers. Because just like they just said right there, he goes, no, it's down 13%. Okay, well, if you're dropping the fucking charges every time they get to the jailhouse, that's not going to be a stat anymore. No, I know. I know. It, it's stupid. But I thought it was kind of funny that the police union guy said, hey, tourist, you might not want to come here because we can't guarantee you you're going to leave. Or if you do leave, you might leave with less shit because you're going to get robbed. Yeah, I wonder how that works, too. Are you allowed to do, like, um, tourist... Uh, Advisories? I don't know. Ro- no, like, tourist robberies? Like, can we do, like, a vacation package where I go to L.A. and get robbed and hit up, like... <laughs> A Gucci store and just rob it oh, and then fly that, back to Florida. That, that's not robbing. That is uh, looting, and it's that's okay. Uh, at Baton Rouge, I think a, last year or something like that. This past year, the Baton Rouge City Union Police Union did the same thing, saying like you know how dangerous the city was. And uh, of course, you know the police department didn't like it much, but they did the same thing not too long ago either. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it sucks to know that your area sucks, but unfortunately, it's not usually the chief of police's problem. It's usually the legislator and shits. Yeah, most likely. All right, we're going to speed it up uh, so we can get it in because I definitely got to get the last one. This last one is just, I mean, the second to last one is just a little short one here. Uh, Seems like a good story. State trooper whose picture sharing, sharing a meal with a homeless woman went viral. Uh, was fired recently. This is what? off of uh yes. This is off of law enforcement today. Uh out of Boston Boston, Massachusetts, park the car. In uh in May of two thousand sixteen, Massachusetts State Trooper Luke Bonin, then assigned to the state's Dartmouth barracks, shared lunch on the side of the road with the homeless woman in Fall River, Massachusetts. A moment captured in a viral Facebook post on the uh, department's facebook page the photo was titled a selfless meal a conversation for two this photo captured a moment rarely seen by the public who more often sees images captured in the moment in a time when an officer is perceived to be doing something wrong i mean the guy sat down had a meal with a homeless lady and had a conversation with her uh it's funny how yesterday's heroes have somehow become today's scourge uh, with Bonin being informed he was being fired by the Com- Commonwealth of Massachusetts. What is his crime, we all ask? Surely it must be something, you know, really bad. Violation of policy, uh, you know, beating up somebody, uh, farting in front of somebody that stunk really bad and hurt their feelings. <laughs> and, you know... He let out methane, and he's a hazard to the environment. No. No, he was not fired for that. It says, uh, the Commonwealth was left with no other choice than to terminate this trooper's employment. Not so much. Bonin is being fired. 
you ready? I need a drum roll. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody's reading ahead. Bonin is being fired for refusing to subject himself to the ouchie fauci. That's right. He don't want the ouchie fauci. Like thousands of other police officers, firefighters, medical personnel, and others, Bonin is being ejected from a career he no doubt loves because he refused to get the ouchie fauci, which is still in the experimental phases, authorized only under the emergency use authorization. In this case, Rhino Republican, uh-oh, what happened to my story? Charlie Baker. No, it just slipped over to a whole nother page. Yeah, it says the Rhino Republican Governor Charlie Baker, who is rumored to not be a running for running re-election. re-election. Yeah, good. Uh, he wouldn't have a prayer of getting the Republican nod anyway. Ordered Bonin and others like him to be terminated. To make matters worse, Bonin is being forced to drive his state-issued cruiser to a barracks, turn over his badge and his gear, and then find a way home, according to one trooper. He's a great guy. They're ordering him to bring his cruiser and gear to a barracks to be relieved and get a ride home rather than them go to his house and take it. Apparently, this is a modus operandi in which the Massachusetts State Police are treating their longtime troopers. In another case, Trooper Jonathan McClure was relieved of his badge equipment at his home in front of his family based on a Facebook post he made. Uh... He had honorably served the state police for 10 years without a single blemish on his dresser. This was done in front of his wife and four children. Uh, Baker, of course, doesn't go out and do the dirty work himself. He leaves that to the leadership of the state police. Remember 18 months ago when the police and other first responders were called heroes for serving the front lines? Yeah, now we're all dirtbags. Now bags. They're all, we're all dirtbags. Anyway, they, they fired him. You know what? If I was Mr. Bonin, I would say, you know what? Come get it your fucking self. I ain't bringing shit to you. Exactly. Fuck you. This man probably gave him. Uh, he don't look like a super young guy or whatever. Don't say his age or how long he'd been there. But it looks like uh, he's been doing this a long time. I mean, si- 2016. 2016. He. Uh, that's just that's seven, that's six. What? Six years ago or so. 2016. Yeah. And he was a master sergeant. Uh, so he's probably been there a long time. They're going to fire him, which I think most of all this mandate crap from the government has been kind of shut down from the courts, if I'm correct. Yep, and they're going back and allowing people to see the hell so, out of So uh, this man's getting fired for for something that he shouldn't be fired for. So it's fucking sucks. That just tells you, you know, I ain't never been to Massachusetts. I doubt I ever go. Uh, it sounds like it. Uh, their governor, whoever this is, is a just one stupid fucked up individual, and I hope he gets the guy skifsifigalitis on his face. <laughs> and, and I hope, I hope the herpes infested Santa Claus, after he leaves, uh, Harry sits on his face. Well, he can have it. I don't know. I don't know if he gets fired if he loses his retirement or not. It depends on. I guess it depends on if he's vested or not. Yeah, if you're vested, it don't matter. You just whether you fire or quit. You just goodbye. Aaron, unfortunately, people like me and you and a whole bunch of people that listen on here, we 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 vote to try to get rid of them. It's just you got too many fucking idiots voting 
or they got I don't know the secret mail and stuff they do, but uh, until until people start you know opening their eyes and seeing what these people are doing, they need to go keep, back to paper ballots that are hand counted. They're gonna be putting them in uh, they're gonna keep putting them in the office. It's it's fucking ridiculous. All right, let's get this uh last one out the way since it is in the title. Uh, I'll let you read it. It's from The Guardian, so hold your horses. Go figure how the story goes. Oh, no, it's going to be brutally honest. Yeah, totally honest. Anyway, it is about, um, if y'all don't know, the, the, the lady, that uh, Kim Potter, who who accidentally shot Dante Wright, thought it was her taser, and accidentally shot him. Her, her trial is going on right now. Yeah, she was wild. Uh, you want to read some of that? Absolutely. Uh, Dante Wright killing ex-officer Kim Potter violated her training, says prosecutors. Well, they're prosecutors, not cops. Prosecutors cast doubt on Kim Potter's claims. She thought she held a taser. She had years of training, but got it dead wrong. The suburban Minneapolis police officer who killed Dante Wright violated her training and betrayed a 20-year-old kid. Well, I guess he should have fucking ran. When she shot him with a handgun instead of a taser during a traffic stop. A prosecutor told jurors Wednesday, Prosecutor Aaron Eldridge began her opening statement at a former Brooklyn Center office, Kim Potter's manslaughter trial by, oh, she's even going for the lesser, by telling jurors that a police officer's fundamental duty is to protect the sanctity of life. No, it isn't. That's an EMS person. Um, she also said Potter had received extensive training, including in risk of firing a wrong, the wrong weapon. This is exactly what she had been trained for years to prevent, Prosecutor Aaron Eldridge said. But on April 11th, she betrayed her badge, and she failed Dante Wright. No? Okay. First off, she wouldn't have even had a weapon drawn if he wasn't extremely resistant and trying to flee. So that, that right there is out the fucking window. Yes. Did, did she yes. make it? She, did she fuck up? Yeah, she fucked up. She made it. Yeah, she fucked up, but he ain't exactly you know, a nine year old little but, child with a lollipop. But if he wouldn't have been doing what he was doing, wouldn't have been in a situation anyway. And for That's her like to say, a dude with a pacemaker and, and getting charged with For them to say, she, uh, what, violated her badge or whatever they, how they word that? Yeah. Uh, they, he betrayed her badge. Betrayed her badge. She didn't right. betray her badge. The lady made a mistake in a high stress situation, which people, it, you, people do. We're human. Cops aren't robots. And, and you know what? She made a mistake, and she's going to pay for it. Uh, I guarantee this woman wishes things had been different, and she didn't She didn't mean to kill this guy. It was a mistake. But violating or betraying her badge? Oh, this fucking... Yeah, if, if she would have been a lot more quiet after she did it on the, on the body cam... But instantly, when she heard that pop, she goes, oh, my God, I shot him. Yeah. Like, you could tell that that was yeah. pure shock. But <clears throat> but is she, but this this ADA or whoever, DA, whichever one it is, for, I mean, I know they're doing their job and they're trying to paint the worst picture possible and stuff like that. But I mean, worried a little bit different. This woman spent 20-something years of her career protecting people like you. And I'd, right. love, I'd love to see this ADA put in a high-stress situation and see how she reacted. Shit, they'd probably fuck around and accidentally shoot themselves. So, but, so but the bad word, I think it's just totally bad worded, Johnny. Oh, yeah. And then let's see. 
Potter, 49, is charged with first-degree and second-degree manslaughter in Wright's death in Brooklyn Center. Potter is white, and Wright was black. Why the fuck does that matter? Well, yeah, why? The why? Well, this is it from The Guardian, so go figure. Look where the story is Right. The from. former officer who resigned two days after the shooting has said she meant to use her taser on Wright after he tried to drive away from the traffic stop as officers tried to arrest him, but that she grabbed her handgun instead. Her body camera recorded the shooting. Defense, uh, defense attorney Paul Ng said during his opening statement that Potter made a mistake, but claimed Potter had to do what she had to do to prevent a death to a, follow, a fellow police officer. Uh, that might be a stretch. Prosecutors argue that Potter was trained explicitly about the dangers of avoiding deadly mix-ups. But you don't have a fucking choice. We trust them to know wrong from right and left from right, Eldridge said. This case is about an officer who knew not to get it dead wrong, but she failed to get it right. Jesus. Yeah, that is woman here. I bet you this, this case has got to be brutal. Ng thought though argued that she made an error saying police officers are human beings and he appeared to cast blame on Wright saying all the 20 years the 20 year old had to do that day was surrender that's all he had to do dude he just gave up who had had all this shit and put his hands on the steering wheel done and well he ran back into the car if he wouldn't try to jump in the car I mean he would all been done he'd still be alive also this is the same case I don't know if y'all are aware of that that uh, supposedly this self-appointed uh, Saint Floyd, he's Saint Floyd's nephew, self-appointed, not Bob Blood or something like that. But he, that, I mean, they've intimidated this judge enough where she wasn't going to have it televised. Now she is having it televised, and and there's all kind of fucked up shit. That they, they are like, they're just they're just uh, like trying to intimidate people and everything else to get the verdicts they're trying to get, and it, it, it's it's just a bunch of fucked up shit. But the, the this lady here, this I mean, just choose your words. The woman made a mistake. People make mistakes. I guarantee you, this fucking district attorney is not perfect. I'm sure she has fucked up shit before in her life. Put and put you put most people in high stress situations, and let's see how much you can fuck up. Like uh, just as uh, nobody understands the position is true. Go watch uh, untrained people go through scenarios and they fuck up every time. You you correct? Oh yeah, the scenarios. Yeah, you correct on yeah, that. Yeah, those are something else. But anyway, we can see where this is going. Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, she's going to get she's going to get completely she, railed like Chauvin did. She's going to get convicted uh, of probably a charge that's probably too high. I mean, I don't understand on some different states how you got first degree and second degree manslaughter. We have manslaughter, second degree murder, first degree murder, stuff like that. So I don't understand the degrees of it. I mean, here it would be. Like involuntary manslaughter. I mean, she didn't mean to kill him. It's accidental, so it'd be involuntary manslaughter. What did you go to prison for? She cost this man his life. And she shouldn't have made the mistake, but she did. But for this lady saying well, she, only- she betrayed her badge and all this other bullshit like that, she just she just trying to manipulate the jury with her words. But that's what her job is. It just aggravated me. We'll see yeah, how it goes. It's only 10 miles away from Chauvin. So yeah, the same shit yeah. we discussed on his case, yeah. how they charged him with every single type of premeditated every single type of murder, mm-hmm. all that shit. And I'm like, how do you charge people that many charges? I, I, I don't know how they do that. So. 
But anyway, we'll see how that goes. And when, once it's done, we'll get a verdict. We'll talk about it too on here also. We we know she's going to – I think she's going to get railroaded. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I said, did, did she fuck up? Oh, yeah, she fucked up. She she has to pay some kind of penalty for it. Yes, yeah, she should. But I think they're going to railroad the fuck out of her. Get, like, give her way more. Than, yeah, they'll probably try to get life. I, I agree with you. And I, I don't understand how you can charge somebody three times for killing one person. It's with three different charges. It's, you know, you only killed them one time. So right. I, I, I don't make any used to sense not be to heard me of. either. So uh, not going to forget the hot nuts this time. One person, one piece of bad news is I'm not using the same hot nuts music because uh, I went and was looking on my YouTube stuff and I was getting some copyright stuff and that was one of them. So I went and found some so, copyright music. So y'all just going to have to sing or whatever to it. But let's take Yeah, some, we just have to be like hot nuts. Let's Everybody take, <laughs> loves some nuts. It's real nuts. Well, we got to vote first before we sing it. <laughs> oh. So I'm voting for the the restaurant because they just pissed me the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, they fucked up. Hilda and, and Jesse, Jessica or whatever restaurant can bite my fucking hot nuts is what it is. <laughs> so I, that's my vote. Uh, I'm going to give it a minute. Y'all go ahead and vote on here if you're in the live feed. Then we'll do it. And, uh, yeah, re- restaurant fucked up worse than everybody. Yeah. So, and, and also remember to go like and subscribe. Uh, come back. I don't know if it's gonna be. Oh. It's gonna be sometime this weekend to the oh. and go like it on uh Facebook. Follow us. I don't think it's popped up on YouTube yet. I'm still working on it. But follow us for we do those live Liberty Freedom Whiskey podcast. While they're doing that, did you see where they just came out and named that that kid that did a school shooting a terrorist? Yeah, and they they, down, they, they downgraded them. the guy that drove his car through the thing to an incident. Yeah, yeah, that that was a motor vehicle crash. The car, the car was involved in the crash. Uh, it was, it's a Decepticon, and it was totally in control yeah. of itself. But yeah, they tried to they charge a kid with terrorism. It, it's fucking crazy. But you can run over, uh, you know, fifty freaking people, and that's you know just an incident. It's, it's an incident. It's a thing to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're nuts. Looks like we're going with the <clears throat> hot nuts for the restaurant. I've got nuts for sale. Here it is right here. Yeah. You were singing that song by Harry's Nuts on uh, Santa Claus. Hilda and Jesse wants to suck my nuts. Nuts (laughs) Nuts on their head. Put my nuts in your ear and give my taint a lick. I don't know. We got to write something. Oh, there you go. We still got the hot nuts. (laughs) Anyway, the hot nuts is here. Just a different... (laughs) fucking tune with it but that restaurant definitely needs to be uh just fucking gone <laughs> that was a naughty truck piece of shit yeah it was a bad truck i mean uh, decepticons are, are very evil if you don't watch go watch transform you see decepticons are bad yeah, know, especially that big silver one the yellow one's my favorite yeah they just are three kids in oak ridge with terrorism today jesus christ i mean what's up with the terrorism shit it's because they're, let me guess, they're white and nah, suburban. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to put something out this weekend also for Motor Cop. I don't have any guests lined up. You may just get some short stories for me, and I may just talk about some new stuff. I don't know. Uh, the ones when we talk about the news get higher downloads anyway. So uh, Sunday will be something. Away. It won't be live, but we'll, 
I'll do something. I, I say it's not going to be live. You never know what I might decide to do. Like, yeah, he'll he'll wake up and be like, "I'm in the mood. Let's do it." Yeah, like and subscribe, share, and uh, remember to watch your partner's back. Watch your your back, and uh, remember to smile because the Ice Man could always be behind you. Uh, Have a great night, y'all. Until this weekend, y'all come see us on the other podcast. A lot of fun. That's it. We're out. What? What?